Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews. On today's episode, I am actually switching things up like I sometimes do. I did not get a chance to watch Belfast last night, um, so I am actually going to talk about a different movie, and that is also a movie that is up for Best Picture, and that is West Side Story, um, which I watched about... I think I watched the first half of it on Wednesday and then finished it up on Thursday, so I'm going to give my thoughts on that, and then we'll talk about next week's movie is actually going to be a double feature it is going to be the new batman movie as well as uh mask of the phantasm the animated batman movie from the 1990s so i'll talk just a little bit more about that um towards the end of the show um for today again it's just we're really just covering west side story so uh steven spielberg he decided to make himself a musical um, but a musical that I don't think anyone was really asking for. When I heard last year that he was planning on remaking this classic um, from the 1960s, I was wondering to myself, yeah, well, what purpose or what is, does Steven Spielberg getting out of this? Why has he decided to make a movie that, in my mind, just did not need to be remade? The cast is full of uh, unknowns apart from Ansel Elgort and Rita Moreno, who was actually in the original movie from 1961, um, but now she has a different role, obviously. She's 60 years older at this point. Um, but like I said, the original came out in 1961. Lyrics were by Stephen Sondheim. Music by Leonard Bernstein. It won Best Picture. Um, just remains an all-time classic choreography and kind of that the take on the Romeo and Juliet story um, was something audiences hadn't really seen before Um, but now for some reason like I've been talking about Steven Spielberg decided to remake this and having I don't know I think splitting it into two different parts was interesting I definitely enjoyed the first half of the movie a lot lot more but I think that's just true of the story in general it's just true of the musical itself i think most of the interesting stuff happens at the beginning and then it kind of loses a little steam towards the end but anyway i'll start off by talking about some of the strengths the acting the acting is top notch and for um having so many actors and actresses that are unknown to the general public i thought they did a really really fantastic job in this um singing for the most part was pretty good um ansel elgort I think struggled through a few of the songs for sure. Um, But for the most part, they definitely found a cast that uh, was up to the vocal challenge of this musical. Cinematography, this movie looks fantastic. I was paying attention because I know the story so well. I was really paying attention to the camera work and some of the shots in this one. And it is, it's worth seeing for that alone. And with the cinematography, I think the choreography of the dancing it's a lot different than the 1961 uh, choreography, which I think is a good thing because, like I'll get into in just a minute, there's not so very many differences between the original and this one. And I think that is part of the reason that there's not a huge reason to be so excited about this one. Um, the other strength that I was going to mention, too, uh, is the set design for this movie. Um, just the, the look and the feel, um, what they were going for. Um, I think they really knocked that out of the park and I could put costumes in there as well. Um, I just think the look of the movie is really, really fantastic, but, um, briefly getting into what I think is the biggest weakness of the movie, 
that has to be the story and the script here. They actually removed some of the most um, emotionally impactful lines from the original movie and changed them around, and I don't think it works very well. Because mo- it, for those of you that have seen West Side Story or you've just seen this new remake, most of the, again, first hour, hour and a half is build up, and then there's an emotionally charged moment, another moment, another moment, all the way until that the final kind of shocking finale, um, if you've never seen it before. But having seen the original, there again, you're not in for a much different take. Certain characters are slightly different. Um, they have slightly different backstories. Um, but for the most part, the, the movie is pretty much the identical to the 1961 version. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess this will... There are a lot of people in today's world that wouldn't want to go back and watch the 1961 version. They want to see a Steven Spielberg movie. They want to see something new and modern. And it does, I mean, it looks beautiful. Um, but you again, the fact that it doesn't have anything new to offer is its biggest weakness. Um, so, I don't know. If you're a huge fan of West Side Story, if you're a huge fan of the musical maybe you'll enjoy this and i i and i will say that i will say that i did enjoy it um but like i don't know i i really i could have watched this movie a few months back and chose not to it, it was not one that i was excited about going into um and afterwards i was like yeah i i had a good time i had a good time watching it but it's again nothing new and even though the acting the cinematography the choreography all those things are top notch it, it doesn't make up for a story that was told pretty flawlessly 60 years ago. Um, I want to end t- today's podcast just by talking a little bit about Steven Spielberg and his filmography, because I just think it's fascinating to, I don't know, a director that seemed to take risks and go for these, I don't know, very impactful stories. All of a sudden, I don't know, he's in the last few decades has started to make movies that I don't know. I guess mainstream audiences appreciate them, but for for me, I, I Steven, Steven Spielberg movies are movies that I am not ever excited about, and here's why. So, going back here, I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to start 2021, go all the way back to 2001, and just go through his filmography. So, 2021, and these are just movies he's directed. He's directed, I think, 61 movies, according to IMDb. 2021, West Side Story, Uh, 2018, Ready Player One, 2017, The Post, 2016, The BFG, 2013, Bridge of Spies, 2012, Lincoln, 2011, War Horse, 2011, The Adventures of Tintin, 2008, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, 2005, Munich and War of the Worlds, 2004, The Terminal, and then 2002, both Minority Report and Catch Me If You Can, and then 2001 was AI Artificial Intelligence. Now, to be fair to Steven Spielberg, before I kind of (laughs) say why I don't think very many of these movies are uh, great, um, there are quite a few on this list that I just have not seen, um, just because the subject matter is not very interesting to me. I've seen West Side, Ray Player One, The Post, Lincoln... Indiana Jones, War of the Worlds, Catch Me If You Can, The Terminal, and Minority Report, but like AI Artificial Intelligence. Munich is one that is supposedly really, really good, but I haven't seen it. So The Adventures of Tintin, War Horse, The BFG, 
those are movies. I mean, some of those movies are made for kids. The BFG and I think The Adventures of Tintin definitely are. War Horse, I don't know a single person that ended up seeing that. Lincoln was competently made. It was a good, it was was a well-made movie, super well acted by Daniel Day-Lewis, but the movie itself I was not very excited about. And I remember I even read Team of Rivals ahead of time in anticipation of that movie and it was just it was blah it was it was very average um i don't know i just miss the spielberg again spielberg has always been about making the big blockbuster movie close encounters of the three kind of the three kind of the third kind um jaws uh, schindler's list jurassic park saving private ryan i mean those were movies from the 70s 80s and 90s that were huge um, and he's still trying to make those huge movies. I just think the stories are not very interesting. And so it was disappointing to see, again, that he's chosen to remake uh, West Side Story 60 years later. It just seems like there's not nothing super original. Ready Player One, the BFG, Lincoln, those are all based on books. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was terrible. Um, I remember being okay with the 2005 War of the Worlds. I was fine. I think Catch Me If You Can is a good movie. And Minority Report I rewatched, remembering that I really liked it, and I didn't like it very much at all. So, I don't know. Spielberg is a director that has really fallen off for me. Um, Again, I'm a huge, huge Jaws fan. Um, But, I don't know. Somewhere... In the last 20 years, he's really, I think, lost touch with what made some of his movies so great. Yes, they're still big and loud, and they kind of play with the audience's emotions. They're a little manipulative in some ways sometimes, I feel like. Um, he just tries to make it as emotional as possible. That's really what he's going for, almost like a Pixar movie in a way, except live action. Um, but yeah, somewhere along the lines, I don't know, he has really kind of fallen off. The only other director I can really think of that, of like that, off the top of my head is, um, is James Cameron, but James Cameron hasn't made very many movies. He's not like Spielberg, where he's churning out a movie or two, uh, well, I guess a movie every two years about with Spielberg on average. So, but yeah, that's not how James Cameron is. But James Cameron made Aliens and the first Terminator movies, the first two Terminator movies, and now he's kind of stuck in working on these Avatar movies where the original movie was not very good. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, again, just, I'm not excited about anything that comes out that is Spielberg. I hope, hopefully, um, he's able to kind of regain his touch at some point and make a movie that I think is worth, because he's obviously very talented, but... Some each of these movies um, from the last twenty years, there is something um, that is horribly wrong with. Um, especially, uh, I mean, especially if you look at Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, um, which I think I, I want to say Spielberg is that's his next movie. I think it is another Indiana Jones movie. So, anyway, I apologize. I apologize for rambling so much. Um, about Steven Spielberg, but I think he's just a director that's kind of lost a little bit of his touch. Anyway, looking ahead to next week, um, I'll try not to do that to you guys again, where I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch Belfast and then uh, not get around to it. So that's not great for the podcast. So let's not do that. Um, Definitely at 10 a.m. tomorrow, I have my ticket. So I am seeing uh, the new Batman movie. Um, Super, super excited about it. Um, I did end up looking at reviews. People are pretty high on it for the most part. It's definitely going to be an original take. 
Um, I've read I've read the comics several times that this one is going to be based off. Um, if you want to check those out, uh, Year One is um, kind of I think the focus of the movie, or at least it's taking something from that tonally. Uh, the Long Halloween, which is just an all-time classic. The Dark Knight from 2008 was based off of that. And then there's Ego and Other Tales. I think it's just... So it's kind of a compilation of all these short stories about Batman. And I think the very first one, which is just titled Ego, um, that is the one that is going to be at play a little bit in this new one. I'm also going to be reviewing... It's only an hour and 20 minutes, I think. Um, I've only seen it once, but I remember really, really liking it. And it is the, uh, I forget what year it came out, but I think early 90s, um, I think 91, but I, I could definitely be wrong there, um, animated Batman movie, Mask of the Phantasm. Um, so it's supposed to take a little bit tonally from that as well. Um, but I'll be checking out the Batman first tomorrow, watching Mask of the Phantasm at some point during the week, and then kind of talking a little bit about those two movies. But it, the Batman is the most anticipated movie of the year for me so i'm super super excited um but i will let you know my thoughts next week but thank you for tuning in and listening to my rant about steven spielberg hope you can tune in next saturday when we discuss the batman and mask of the phantasm